Hello everyone, welcome back to Life Through the Cam Lens. And I wanted to say thank you guys so much for all the many, many topics. Um, my list is ridiculously long at this point, so I will have topics to talk about for a long time. So I'm going to try and knock them out as fast as I can. Um, luckily, there is, you know, endless amounts of time right now throughout the cold quarantine, even though things are starting to open up a little bit now. Um, and I love talking, so this should be good. <laughs> but today's topic is going to be about branding. So I was once told that there are two different ways to become Instagram famous. So the first way is to be revealing. So post sexual photos, shake your booty a little bit. And I'm sorry, guys, this is going to be a little bit more difficult for you. I'm not saying it can't be done. You go right on ahead and take on that challenge. But this is definitely a little bit more directed to, to females. Um, being revealing and sexual through your Instagram will yield you many followers and very fast. The second way is to provide some sort of value for your followers. So this process is obviously going to be a lot slower. Um, it takes a lot more time and thought to actually figure out what that value is. You have to take time to figure out what kind of caption to put on there so that people will read and engage more. The benefit to this slow route is you won't have as fast as a turnover rate as you do comparative to the first way. So when you are posting sexual photos and, and provocative pictures and all of that, it does have like that immediate eye candy attraction. You have a lot of people that begin following you so that they can see these photos and have them on their feed, but then they get into relationships, they have to unfollow you now, or there's not really another reason that they're following you other than all of your sexual content, and sometimes they get bored, so they'll switch over to a different sexual girl or boy or whatever. Um, so that even though it is a faster way to gain followers, it won't yield you as much satisfaction and it won't yield you as reliant and supportive followers. So the first step in branding is to actually decide what value you want to provide to the followers. So this is gonna be different for everyone. I have so many different things that I would write down as this answer for myself, and sometimes I don't even know. Sometimes I think maybe I want to provide, you know, fitness inspiration or mental health inspiration or just maybe a new perspective or to make someone laugh for the day. So it, it is always changing, but making sure that you have something that you can actually revolve all of your content around. So that leads to the second point of branding, and that's going to be being authentic. Being authentic is something that I strongly, strongly support. So I can't even tell you the amount of times that I'll start following some fitness celebrity and they talk about how fabulous all of their workouts are and how fantastic their life is and how they just, you know, spend every day waking up to their butler bringing them breakfast in bed and then they go on their yacht for their morning sunbathing or whatever it is. And I just, I just think 
no, I, I don't want to see your happiness all the time. And I'm, I'm sorry, that sounds terrible. And it, it probably is terrible, but it's, it's real. That life is not real. It's not something that I can relate to. And it's not something that I want to see in my face all the time. So I have made it a point to share my struggles through my Instagram, which has been really big in helping me in my branding. So I've been very transparent about things I struggle with, with mental health, with um, any kind of medical conditions, with basically anything that is not commonly talked about and that people aren't always open to is stuff that I feel the need to share the most. So things like when I got diagnosed with depression way back when, I was so afraid to post something about it because I was like, I don't want anyone to know. Like, I'm so embarrassed because it seems embarrassing. It seems so taboo that you're you're not allowed to talk about struggles, which is ridiculous. Everyone faces struggles. Not everyone's had depression, no, but everyone has bad days and they can relate to that. And you would be amazed at the kind of reaction I received when I did post about that. The people that individually messaged me and then started talking to me about their problems and things that helped them or things that they recommended for me. And there was a lot of people who just shared their whole life story after I shared mine And it gave them an outlet. It gave them someone to talk to that they knew wasn't going to judge. And I'll be totally honest, I don't know how I got so, so lucky to have the followers that I do because I have never received any hate messages. And I know that is an issue with a lot of people who do have influence, but I have been very, very lucky and always receive support from everyone and always encouragement. And I really believe that because I've been so transparent and authentic about everything and my real issues, because everyone has issues, that it's given my followers something to latch onto, something to relate to, someone to talk to if they need it. And that in itself makes people stick around. That gives people a reason to keep following you. So you got the attention, you got, you grab the attention, but how are you going to keep that? That's where the value comes in. And going further into that, you need to be authentic, not just on Instagram. We all know that Instagram is just whatever you want it to be. You can put whatever you want is your lifestyle on Instagram, but that's not who you really are, or it is who you really are. It really depends on what you show. That's one picture to define whatever you would like. So the way that it can be so manipulative is really can be either a positive thing or a negative thing, depending on how you use it. So Being authentic in real life is even more important because when you meet these people, so say it was someone on Instagram that loves your stuff and they're like, hey, we should meet up for a coffee sometime and you go meet them in person, 
and you're a jerk, they're not going to keep following you no matter how cool you seem on Instagram. I promise. So I would say that being authentic in person is probably the best way for networking too. So just to give an example for whenever I was out at Wadapalooza for my CrossFit competition out in Miami, I was completely me. I mean, I was definitely a a happier, but more sore and burnt out me, but I was, I was still me. So here I am meeting these celebrities, CrossFit celebrities, a little bit different, but, but celebrity to me, um, and business owners and, just different people who they all provide value to me. And that goes for anyone ever. Every single person you encounter, think of it as they are providing some sort of value to me, whether that be a lesson, like something that you learn from the experience of meeting this person, or they provide value in a deeper way where they're your support group, or they're someone that lets you kind of escape the, the dark side and they let you feed off of their happiness and so you can become bubbly and happy again. Every person, no matter how big their role is in your life, provides value to you. So you should treat them as such. You should give them that same respect of giving them value too. So being authentic is the biggest value that I could possibly throw at you. Is just being you to treat other people with the same respect as they're treating you by them giving you value. So we're going to talk a little bit more on the business side of branding. Um, when you're first starting out on Instagram, there's a handful of things that you can do to gain followers, but I'm not going to really go into all of that right now. So When you're very first starting out and you have a handful of followers and some company shoots you a message and they're like, hey, we'd love to partner up with you and have you on as the ambassadorship. My suggestion, I mean, unless they're selling something that you completely don't support at all, is to say yes to every opportunity that you can. Because just like meeting people and that being a value, these opportunities are also valuable. These opportunities are a learning experience or their exposure. My first ambassadorship was with FNX, which is this supplement company. And as I was beginning, I was so excited. It was like this big company that had contacted me and they're like, hey, we'd love for you to be an ambassador. And you get, it was something like I get 50% off what I purchased. And then I get like a 15% discount code to my friends. And like, if you sell enough, you can get like some sort of commission. So it was like pretty, pretty generic, just regular ambassadorship. And I don't even use that stuff. In fact, I bought a pre-workout from them, which technically I'm, I'm allergic to Like <laughs> it made me break out like crazy. And I just kept promoting it and kept promoting it until I got to the point where I was like, I don't believe in this product, and I wouldn't have known that unless I had taken this risk, and I feel like I should disconnect from this company and kind of start looking into other things. So I ended up 
getting out of that contract and then just kind of living life for a little bit. And then from that, other companies were starting to talk to me and like sending me messages through Instagram, sending me emails about like, oh, I saw that you were an ambassador for FNX. Um, can we do some sort of collaboration or have an ambassadorship or a partnership with our company? And so that first experience created opportunities from all these other companies so that I could be involved in more things. And it's kind of like the whole concept of some jobs won't let you start working there unless you have experience, but it's like, okay, where do I get the experience from? So that's why I say in the beginning, just say yes to any opportunity that comes your way. That being said, not all companies are going to just come knocking down at your door. So I just, I was super blunt with them and I started contacting companies that I thought were pretty cool. And most of the time they were local, um, trying to find companies that had the same amount of followers that I did. So like I had 2000 followers at the time, I would find kind of local companies that also had around 2000 followers or fewer and just say, Hey, I really think that your product is cool from these photos. I would love to sample it if you wouldn't mind sending me out some of your products. And then in exchange, I have my own photographer and then I'll, I'll take some photos and give you some exposure on my page. And even if we have the same amount of followers, that's 2000 followers that aren't your followers. So that could double the people that would be seeing it as opposed to if they were to just post on their site. And if you sell it like that, if you explain it in a way that makes it seem like that's the value that you're providing to them, a lot of them will just say yes. I mean, not everyone's going to say yes. And I promise you, if you go ahead and you have 100 followers and you go and t contact Lululemon, I don't think that they're going to be super inclined to do that for you. But if you're, if you're realistic with yourself and you think, I could actually provide value to this company and they're not some major corporation that's not going to see you, I think that you should absolutely just ask. I can't tell you the amount of companies that I have asked and they just sent me like sports bras and leggings and like different teas or supplements or whatever it was that I was trying to get connected with at that time. And then I can't tell you the amount of companies that told me no. It's all about just asking. There's no wrong in asking. I mean, the worst that could happen is that they say no and then you're like, okay, no worries but make sure you send that follow-up message telling them that you appreciate them taking the time to respond to you and that you're still going to continue to be a follower for them or whatever you want to feel. But as long as they know you have no hard feelings for that, then as you start to grow and build your following, maybe they'll come back around and be like, hey, I see you really upped your game. We would love to do some sort of collaboration with you. That way, that bridge has not been burned. You are still in good terms with each other, and they now want you. And then you can start getting picky and whatever, but that, that's, a, that's a whole new story. So going into the being picky part is getting help. You, Some people are really, really, really good about knowing their worth. 
I'm going to be totally honest and tell you I am not one of those people at all. In fact, I might be one of the worst at knowing my worth than anyone else in the entire world. I specifically hired my coach, my manager, and I am dating someone who makes sure that they know what my worth is because sometimes I don't. So I actually put as my next recommendation on here is getting help. So getting help from a coach, from a family member, from a brutal friend, someone that's going to tell you exactly what they think about your content. Someone that's going to tell you, this is how your content made me feel. And then you have to compare that to what you were trying to go for. If you were trying to promote health and fitness and they thought it looks kind of like you're bragging about your health and fitness and it just kind of looks like you want like a confidence boost over there and you're fishing for compliments. Like that's the kind of friend you want to keep around because they're going to be the ones to tell you the truth. So in branding, you need to have an outside perspective of someone who will be honest with you. Again, back to that authenticity thing. And that being said more so, don't get taken advantage of. (laughs) So I have definitely fallen down that trap before where companies will contact me and they'll be like, hey, um, we'd love to give you this discount on our product in exchange for free posting or whatever on your page. And there's, I've actually gone online. There's this website, and I want to say it's called Social Blue Book, and it will tell you a price value to what each of your posts would be if you were to sell it. So I can't remember how many followers I had at the time, but there is one point where my coach was just so brutally honest. And I mean, I thought he was being mean, but he was just being real with me. And the fact that he's like, you are no longer allowed to take product exchange for posts. We got to put a money value on that. You have to start selling that at this point because now you are just getting taken advantage of from these companies who are getting free marketing. So I won't name any names on this story, but I was trying to partner up with this company and I loved the company. I thought they were super cool. And so the process for doing this was step one, you had to fill out this application. And in that application, they asked how many followers you had, um, how old you are, uh, what kind of benefit would you provide to them? Like just, just a handful of questions and you fill out this questionnaire and you submit it. And then they either accept or deny you. So I got accepted to the next round. The next round is a YouTube video where you have to do a minute long video explaining why you would provide that company value, why they should choose you to be part of their team. And so I did this YouTube video submission and I, and I posted that up there and then they sent me an email back and said, congratulations, you were accepted into the next round. The next round is two parts. Part one is you had to post a photo for them. And then part two 
was you had to post a 30-second video for them as well. And there was a deadline for both of these postings, and there was like a million different requirements of you have to show the brand here, you have to be doing this here, you can't do this here, and you can't use these things here. It was so super specific, and it took me I don't know, like almost the full two weeks to be able to get all the way through it and make sure it looked good and make sure that it looked professional and I put in all of the effort that I could into it and make sure that I gave 100% because I really wanted to be part of this company. So I submitted my video and my picture and then they got back to me and they said, I'm sorry, but at this time you don't have enough following so we can't bring you onto the team. That was the very first question that they had asked on the questionnaire. So they knew in advance that they wouldn't be bringing me on, but they used me to do free marketing from the video, free marketing from the YouTube, free marketing from the post, and me going out to actually have to buy the product for the video and the picture. So they also got that gain as well. And that was a moment where I was like, okay, that is great marketing, yes, but is super, super unethical. And from that point on, I stopped buying their product and I don't promote it at all now. So the whole, the ethics in itself, yes, you will get your name out there. Yes, you will get that marketing, but in the end, you won't have supportive and loyal customers. So that goes back to, Choose your one of two ways to become Instagram famous, be sexual or provide value. So that is going to be my very brief, brief little um, branding topic for this week. And I will go into the process of how to gain following and, and all the other like more detailed points later on. So thank you guys so much. Super appreciate you and have a wonderful day.